श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वरा गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री our life has two expressions one expression is the participation or involvement and the second expression is withdrawal like when we uh, get a driving license it also includes stopping of the car you can't say i got only a driving license therefore i did not stop when there was a red light i had no stopping license no it includes both in the same manner life has these two aspects one is technically called vidhi nishedh nishedh is rejection suspension and vidhi is assertion recognition so when we talk about meditation so it has to be both the aspects not only one and the meditation begins with our own experience and then is meditation an action or an experience if we take meditation as an action it will begin in time and end after some time therefore most of the people who are engaged in doing meditation for them half an hour meditation rest of the day frustration no we have to live 24/7 in meditation it's not like you know only during the marriage i am your wife afterwards i am not no now you are caught 24/7 in the same manner whenever we will do meditation it will end we have to live in meditation now to start living in meditation what is required is we must be able to analyze our own experiences very deeply if we are only very gross minded persons give too much importance to the externalities give too much importance to the activities give too much importance to getting something as if we don't have then such people get lost only in the externalities so they will collect this collect that and they will do this do that and then that becomes the only thing for them as meditation therefore now let us understand very clearly <coughs> 
our experiences fall in two categories. One experience is that gives us joy. The other experience is that gives us misery. That to understand this, take an example. If we are dreaming and the dream is very beautiful, such a dream will never break. But in the same dream, if there is some accident, then that dream breaks. Now this is everybody's experience. Now let us learn from this experience. So, dream is an illusion. The one who had an accident, he then also illusion. The accident was also an illusion. Everything is illusion. But to get out of the illusion, you require an accident of illusion, not real accident. And what that accident does, that accident, as if uh, ejects us out of the dream. And when we ejected ourselves out of the dream, then we come to know that the one who suffered the accidents, the one who was enjoying the drive, is nowhere. And therefore, thereafter, what is our attitude or interaction with that accident? We just don't even discuss about it. Now in the same manner, this waking dream that is going on, when we are awakened from this waking dream, then we will come to know all the good and the bad things that happened in our life never happened. They happened to somebody who didn't exist. These are very simple things, not complicated. And this can be sorted out only by proper understanding. So the understanding begins. First, two aspects of our personality. One aspect is the matter, second is the spirit. Now when we give too much importance to the matter, our whole life will go on taking care of the body and that becomes the ultimate for most of the people who are engaged in these uh, yoga practices for health and longevity. Because just to have a very good car, Bentley, most expensive. Yes, you have a car. What next? Do you have to go? No, just like that. What for? <coughs> so health and long life for what? See? Therefore, we have to be very clear. Health and long life cannot be the goal of life. Now, the next step. When we are extrovert, matter-oriented, 
our inquiry has a different flavor. And when we are self-oriented, consciousness-oriented, the inquiry has a different flavor. How? Why this is happening to me? I have not done any bad to anybody. Why all the problems come to me? Others are very bad, but they are enjoying. There was one lady in a big gathering and she was introduced to me after satsang. That Swamiji, she is a daughter of, a governor of Sikkim and uh, he was known to me. So, Namaste Chavasana. Naturally, governor's daughter, you can't take her lightly. She was heavy also. <laughs> And then she asked a question. Naturally, I can't say no to her. Because already pressure was built on me. <laughs> so she asked, Swamiji, in this world, uh, bad people, corrupt people, they are enjoying life, you see. And good people suffer in life. Why this happened? I said, Amar, first of all, let us forget about the world. Let us come to ourselves. Okay? Yes. Are you suffering in your life? No, Swamiji, we are pretty happy, nothing to do. All problems are zero. I said, did you get the answer? <laughs> Good people, don't say this. This is a talk of a drawing room discussion about the political situation. And just watch this. When the prime time is destroying our prime time of our life. But we don't understand that. And with such a, a, a strongly reacting mind. We want to come and sit for meditation. Therefore, unless we have little bit of understanding that this world has always been like this. There is nothing new in this world. People are born, people die, good people, bad people. This is how the world is. Therefore, Meditation is a spiritual practice. It is not going to a health resort. I told you last one week I was in uh, this naturopathy. They did all the things. And then after every day, the same question. Dr. Susan Swamiji, the same question again. How are you feeling? I said the same. After two days, I realized they wanted a different answer. Then I said, I am feeling very light and very good. Yes, we thought that. <laughs> I was never feeling heavy. <laughs> because when you have done something, you must show the results, isn't it? See, friends. Similarly, when you go to some places, there also they ask, Amiji, did you get some vibrations here? I say, yes, I got. 
not vibrations, I got earthquakes. <laughs> Only physical, physical, physical. See, we have to get out of that. You all know one uh, great Amma, and uh, she's so sweet. I have gone to so many times, and uh, everybody. After my meeting, Swamiji, how did you feel today? Today what? Every day same. There is no change. Everything is the same. Same? We know when I felt, I felt as if something is coming out. And I was so emotional and started crying. I said, you must be having indigestion. <laughs> Friends, all happening ends. Only being remains. Now first thumb rule in living in meditation. That which begins in time, remains for some time and ends after some time is a flicker of mind. First rule. Like our meditation class. It will be it has begun at seven o'clock, it will end. This is not meditation. Meditation is twenty-four-seven business. Now the second principle. When we become little subtle in our approach to life, we stop asking questions about the world. And then we start inquiring about who is disturbed. The day this happens, who is disturbed or who is happy, understand that day you are reborn as a spiritual seeker. And that birth gives to you a status called as Paramarthic Jiva. Now we are Vyavaharic Jiva. We have to conduct our business, mother, father, brother, sister, husband, wife. This is Vyavaharic. Now from this Vyavaharic Jiva, now we have to graduate to Paramarthic Jiva and this Paramarthic Jiva is the seeker. Now his questions are different. His questions are that who is disturbed? And the day you can pinpoint this, that now worldly things are of no consequences to us. Now we are concerned about who is disturbed, who is enjoying and who is suffering. Then immediately we will pinpoint that there is somebody who is enjoying or suffering. Then you will come to know that every thought erupts with reference to something or somebody when you have become somebody. Now let us do this experiment and you will see. 
This is how slowly we will develop living in meditation 24-7. Now we will play meditation, meditation. In the first chapter of Panchadashi, you have seen, it was said very clearly, Dhyatru Dhyane Parityajya Deyam Evava Shishyate. When the meditator and the meditation is given up, what remains is the divine principle. When the object of the thought and the knower of the object of the thought both are given up, what remains is the knowledge. When the object of experience and the experiencer of the object both are given up, what remains is the experiencer. In that experience, there is nobody. If there is somebody, he will, uh, he will labor it. Good experience, bad experience. Exactly this is what happens. How many? Yesterday's meditation was solid. Today's was not that solid. No, yesterday it was a little cold, therefore the ice cream could become hard. There is nothing like good meditation, bad meditation. There is nothing like good experience, bad experience. There is nothing like red color, yellow color. Color is undifferentiated. Tanmatra. Rasa, taste, is undifferentiated. But we get lost in sweet, sour. Sounds, undifferentiated. Shabda matra. But then it is, we create differentiation. Thus, when we stop differentiating, and only come to undifferentiated experience. This is undifferentiated experience. Whether the birds are making noise or no noise, you are the same. The bird's noise doesn't add anything to you. If there is no noise, nothing is gained. Because we are illuminating both the presence and the absence of every experience. Experiences are good and bad. But experience is neither good nor bad. So let us play meditation, meditation. What do you mean by playing meditation? Like the children play home, home. Brother, sister become husband, wife. They are playing. They don't become husband and wife. Play. In the same manner, when we start playing meditation, we will not become meditator. And when we don't become meditator, it will not be a success or a failure in meditation. 
it won't be a gain or a loss. So how do you play meditation? So what we have to learn in this meditation, there is some seed of somebody where from the thoughts sprout. And now play. That you are husband or wife and see what kind of thoughts erupt in your mind. Stop. Now you be parents or children and see what type of thoughts erupt in your mind. <coughs> now the last experiment. Remain as nobody. And see what thoughts erupt in your mind. Stop. Experiments over. Now let us analyze. When we became husband wife, the thoughts were pertaining to wife and husband respectively. When we became parents children, the thoughts were pertaining to children parents respectively. <coughs> and when we remained nobody, there were no thoughts. Don't trust me. Just value your own experience. Not because I am telling you should listen, no. If you don't experience, drop it. Then the last experiment was when you were nobody, there was no reference. How the thoughts can come? We require a reference to have the birth of any thought. And we are constantly living in relation to something or the other. Relation of things and relations of beings. Then, as a husband, I want to be happy. This is called as Ashakya Nushthan, impossible undertaking. You can be happy without becoming anybody. See friends, if this is clear, then we take the next step. 
next ap is therefore how these persons are born mother father brother sister husband wife how they are born are we by birth husband or wife by birth we are man or woman but then out of that man and woman they become husband and wife now how they become husband and wife next step when the man takes a mirror the mirror is called as a woman and he stands in front of her and he is reflected in that woman the three things man the mirror of the woman and his reflection in that woman these three things put together makes a husband can there be husband without a wife can there be a wife without a husband now between these two husband and uh, man who is real between these two wife and woman who is real friends and who is miserable in life not the man but the husband not the woman but the wife we don't have to do anything only correct your focal lens everything is sorted out therefore we have to begin our inquiry as to who is this <coughs> and this somebody is born after body identification our upanishad tells in the deep sleep we are neither mother father brother sister husband wife nobody and therefore we are happy in sleep and that is why people sleep even in the satsang or meditation because they reach happiness and there is nothing wrong in that sleep nicely if you can afford snore it will not disturb others because they are doing also meditation <laughs> so how this somebody is born after when we are out of the sleep then what happens identification with the body takes place after body identification happens next step is i is born and then who is this i husband father mother sister wife in short somebody who is enjoying or suffering is born after body identification therefore what should be the meditation aimed at the aim of the meditation should be freedom from body identification 
not sitting only in one posture like a wooden rock or a like a wooden table no simply sitting steady in one posture if that is meditation then all our buffaloes are the great yogis so simply what is required is steady not body steady wisdom wisdom should be steady deep breaths and for that our aim should be that we have to get freedom from body identification so now we have fixed our gps properly gps got two points point of origin and destination what is the point of origin body identification destination body disidentification so with the body we have come in this hall so we sit down and naturally we have to get out of the body with the help of the body with the beauty when you fall in the waters river lake ocean with the help of the same river same waters you come out is it not in the same manner you have fallen in this body identification so with the help of the same body we have to come out of it it is for this purpose yoga shastra advises the asana poor patanjali always feel pity for him he must be turning in his grave come on i did not say twisting the body is yoga we see all the yoga students and teachers major emphasis is only on this body 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 then what patanjali told what is asana asana is sthira sukham not sthira postaram sirasukham your happiness should be steady and if you are holding on to something unsteady how can you be steady once in goa we were have we took a nice ride on a small boat with few people some kids also about 10 15 of us we went very nice and uh, see we came little rough so we came back and came on the beach and after everybody came down the wa- the boat was left there but because of the water's movement boat was moving so when we came on the beach i kept moving like this and the children were looking somebody why are you doing like this i said look at the boat is moving so how can i stop so what happened to you i say what happened to you you think when you are sitting in the boat we we are moving is it not along the movement of the boat yes therefore i am moving swami ji now you are out of the boat therefore 
यू शुड नॉट मूव ऐसे गुरु महाराज थैंक यू सो मच यू आर माई गुरु टेल मी इन सच टाइम यू आर आइडेंटिफाइड विद द बॉडी प्रॉब्लम्स विल कंटिन्यू वंस यू आर आउट ऑफ द बॉडी आइडेंटिफिकेशन देन हु आर यू मदर फादर ब्रदर सिस्टर हजबेंड वाइफ कैन देर बी एनी थॉट पर्टेनिंग टू दिस रिलेटिव वर्ल्ड विच विल ट्रबल एंड डिस्टर्ब अस See friends, this we have to clearly understand, and therefore asana is thira sukham. We must be at home, at peace, in every place, with everyone, under every situation. We are living in meditation. because the moment we become somebody we start reacting see like those of you who are listening appreciating or not appreciating there is your reaction but those of you who are sleeping they are in meditation you keep on talking see beauty learn 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 therefore sthira sukham asanam now next step patanjali only i am great fan of patanjali for this one particular sutra he says prayatna shaitilya ananta samapatti bhyan two things one is prayatna shaitilya freedom from or reducing the impact of efforts in your life more effortless we live closer we are to the divinity ananta samapatti means closer to the divine now to understand this take an example now those who are hard of hearing for them they have to put a lot of efforts to listen to and therefore what happens they get tired because they are putting efforts and because of the tiredness they go to sleep and after the meditation is over they come first and tell swami ji your meditation was awesome see the why it happened to them because they were tired and tired people think of retirement in life even the government is tired of the employees therefore they are retired crs is a virus see therefore life has to be effortlessly lived so living effortlessly is meditation now what are the efforts that we bring in our life that we lose the charm and the beauty and the joy of life is only one we are struggling on two fronts one front is we want to prove something to somebody we want to prove 
in such time you want to prove something to somebody, you are somebody. Like, you know, I am a victim of uh, all pathies. When I go to the naturopathy people, they tell me, naturopathy is the best one. And they put mud on your whole body. So I had to submit. Lord, this is your prarabdha, what can I do? Then I go to the homeopathy. Homi they give me saudhaniki kichadi. I eat that. Then go to the yoga people. They will ask you, do this asana, that asana. Thereafter, you will never come to us. <laughs> go to the allopathy. Forget about all that. Take, uh, get admitted in the hospital. Then we will show you what is your bill. <laughs> Everybody is trying to prove something. See, friends. So when they asked me, Swamiji, do you take uh, allopathy? I said, look here, I am sufficiently pathetic. <laughs> I am not interested in any particular pathy. I am interested in my health. That is important. In the same manner, what is the goal? Are you happy or not? And why we are unable to experience this uncaused happiness? Is because of this. We try to prove something to somebody. And this is how our personality becomes very strong. One person, elderly man, somewhere I met him, he asked me, Swamiji, do you take allopathic medicine? I said, yes, I take. I have not taken a single pill in my whole life. What can I do? Is it an achievement? Then I told, uh, that stone also has not taken any allopathic What <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to prove? To whom? See, my friends, come out of all that rubbish. See, when Patanjali says, Thira Sukham, that Sukham is the experience, and adjective of that uh, Sukham is Thiram. Thira Sukham. So, what is asana, therefore, that you are ever eternally happy, cheerful? And the cause of not being so is body identification. Therefore, by whatever way you can get rid of the body identification, that is your practice of meditation. That is for this purpose, do asana. And asana that is told is to be understood clearly. Like when we have come over here in this beautiful place, we have parked our vehicles in a proper place. So that nobody tows it away, there is no damage, then we are at peace. Similarly, if body identification we have to drop, 
keep the body in one place and forget about it. Don't think with reference to the body. At the moment you drop this reference of body in your mind, relative thoughts will stop erupting. Nay, even the thoughts will be reduced to a great extent. And this is what Patanjali says that when Prayatna Shaitilde is done and Ananda Samapati is approaching, then Tada Drashtuhu Sarupe Avasthanam. Then we are slowly coming back to our divine nature. That is the purpose of yoga. Health and long life is a byproduct. See, my friends, we keep the cow. For what? For cow dung and urine, Gomutra. See, friends, cow we keep for milk. Other things come byproduct. In the same manner, practice of meditation is not for health and longevity, it is a byproduct. It is for stirasukam. Therefore, when we focus too much attention on the body, mind, all the time, such people become very obstinate, duragrahi. See, friends, and then you will come across yogis, tapasvis, they are very strong, very angry personalities. Have you ever heard Bhagavan Shankaracharya has cursed somebody? Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi has cursed anybody. Bhagavan Ramakrishna Paramahamsa has cursed anybody. It is, you know why? When my teeth bite my tongue, will the tongue curse the teeth? It will not happen. Cursing and blessing is valid only if a sense of otherness is taken as real. The foundation of yoga is Sankhya and the Sankhya Shastra tells there is one soul per body. Therefore, I is different from you. And therefore, too much of strongness, no, we slowly get out of the body identification. And for that, we practice asana. And what will be the sthirasukam? In which asana you will be comfortable without any disturbance. Means what? Once you park your body on the asana seat, then you no more think about the body. And anything relation to the body. It is like this tripod. The tripod we have kept, it is not disturbed at all. Why? Because the center of gravity is exactly in the center and the weight is properly distributed, therefore it is steady. Now you must have seen many times when we sit for meditation, our one leg slips, then we get tired, then we move this way, other leg slips, then this get tired, then slowly we start rocking here and there, and ultimately all our attention is, when the meditation will be over, oh God. Is meditation or cartoon of meditation? 
feet. Therefore, sit in such a manner that once you park your body on the seat, you get out of the body totally, 100%. And then you see the experience. That will be a trailer. Thereafter, this can be lived 24-7. So, now you are all chairpersons. Now, when you are sitting, try to avoid, take the support of the back. Because uh, wider the uh, surface area exposed to comforts, easier we go to sleep. But this is for average people. Those who are extraordinary, they can go to sleep by sitting also. <laughs> I am talking about average people. Sleep phase. So, don't take the support. Bhagavan Krishna says, the base, spine, neck and head should be in a straight line. Like this, keep this uh, ideal in front of you, this camera stand. This is our body, this is the neck and this is the head and these are the legs. Now they are kept in such a manner, you cross them or now as you are sitting, see that the weight of your body lands on the two sitting bones. Medical people call it the ischai points, we call it pin points. When you sit, you see that the weight of your body is landed on those two pin bones. Then the weight is perfectly on the center of gravity. And for that, see that you have to move to the left or right and not exactly 90 degree angle, but maybe a half or a quarter degree less. A little bit bent from the base so that the weight of your body lands perfectly on these two pin bones. First. Then comes where to keep the hands. Now, if you can, you can keep your hands in your lap. For me, I got these two hands already, so I keep it here. So keep in your lap. And thereafter, now we have to keep the body in this posture for as long as we are sitting. Now if you are sitting correctly, you will not get tired. But if you sit uh, in a rating on the back, then this side gets tired, then the other side gets tired, and then we start moving here and there, move the back and all that thing. Because the body was not properly parked. We have to park our body perfectly. Now your legs as they are hanging down, you can cross them at the end, so you will feel secure. Or you can put the, um, the feet to feet. There also you will get organized. If you keep your feet separately, then after some time you feel very much lost. Keep them together. Hands in your lap. Now, the goal is very clear. We have to get out of body identification. For that, the ideal asana has three qualities. First, the body is very firm at the base. 
second the body is steady vertically third the body is 100% relaxed these are the three now as you can observe yourself your body is firm at the base or should be firm at the base vertically it is steady now we have to take up the third point relax completely so we will start giving you instructions from the top to the toe before that we have to make some psychological adjustments first we are here cheerfully happily by our own choice anything you do cheerfully and happily is never a burden second in our heart is our beloved god and the guru maharaj the lord protects us from within from ourselves and the guru maharaj guides us from within now the third adjustment we have to drop our total past that is achieved by insisting to ourselves at this moment i am nobody somebody the one who has got a lot of past at this moment i am nobody so the mind has no reason to go back fourth adjustment we don't plan what we will do after meditation so we have blocked the future when the past and the future are blocked there is only the present without past and future without the past and future there cannot be present then what it is it is now only presence only these psychological adjustments we have done and you can see how your body has already become firm at the base vertically steady now we relax the body when instructions are given don't worry how to do it it will happen don't come in between the instructions and your body relax the head muscles 
relax the forehead relax the eyebrows the eyeballs no pressure on the eyeballs don't try to see anything eyelids are softly closed relax the nose lips chin relax the face muscles relax the ears the neck from all the four sides throat below the ears and the neck side hang down the shoulders they are unnecessarily held up it is here the body identification is very strong hang them down relax the shoulder joints relax the elbows lower arms wrists palms and fingers relax 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 let us take a pause and see our body is now divided in two parts relax and not yet relax you can clearly observe that the relaxed parts are having minimum muscle tone no tensions weight of our hands have increased in our lap if our fingers were touching each other they have become hard pressed and rest of the body still having muscle tone and tensions now come back to the shoulders now we have relaxed the trunk relax the chest muscles go downward slowly the abdomen relax relax go down right up to the floor up to the seat relax the sides from below the shoulders on both sides go downwards up to the hip joints relax relax go on the back side and from the back side of the head neck along the spine along the muscles of the back go downward slowly relax 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 you are each the sitting bones now second pause 
if it has correctly happened to you, then the weight of your body is distinctly experienced on these ischaya points very clearly. Earlier it was not. At times we may get pulsation also. This is because the upper part of the body is totally dropped by the mind. Now relax the hips, relax the hip joints, eyes, knees, fold downwards, relax the calves, ankles, heels, relax the toes, relax, relax. as if weight out of the body. Like so many bodies are sitting in this hall. One body I claim to be me and mine is also one of them. What is great about it? Like other bodies I haven't created, so also, this body also I have not created. How can I be this body? With this education to the mind, so take the front view of your body from outside. Don't forget you are outside. the front part of the head, forehead, this part by part go downwards, chest, stomach, wherever you come across some patches of tensions, relax them out, go till the base. Now go to the right side of your body. Don't forget you are outside the body. Take the right view of the body from a distance. The right side of the head, the right ear, the right side of the neck, the right shoulder. And thus go downward slowly, right up to the right hip joint. Relax, relax, relax. Now go to the back side of the body. Don't forget you are outside. Start from the top of the head and go downward, back, neck, shoulders, Right up to the pin bones. If there are tensions, iron them out. 
So come to the left side of your body. And repeat the same process. On this side you will see there may be little more tension patches because other three sides were fully relaxed. Go downwards on the left side, left ear, up to the left big toe. Now come in the front of your body. Now the shape, size and the contour line of the body has become extremely hazy and non-distinct. Not only that, the concept of inside the body and outside the body also has become redundant. Because the mind has dropped the shape of the body and the mind has merged in the total mind. This is what exactly happens in deep sleep. Our experience is now like the space, no shape, no size. Mind cannot survive without name and form. And hence, the mind is constantly chattering. But now, because the body is dropped from the mind, The mind has no reference to think about. And therefore, there is no reason for thought formation. This is the meaning of Padanjali Yoga Sutra. Yo 
This happens. This is not done. Like in deep sleep. mind without thoughts is consciousness consciousness with thoughts is mind Now this experience is not Jada Samadhi. We are experiencing everything. All sounds around. Therefore, mind is not dead. It is alive. But the difference is how the mind doesn't react. This is what Bhagavan Krishna says. Miseries will be experienced, but mind will not become miserable. Sukeshu Vivatasprava. Comforts will be enjoyed, but comforts cannot enslave. In other words, such a person is at home, everywhere, every moment, in every situation, because efforts are dropped and Analita Samapatti, the individuality is merged in the totality.
because all the sound perceptions are alive. We are not sleeping. But at the same time, we are not disturbed. This is what is meant by meditation. This space-like experience and further the encash not by suspension of thinking but suspension of reaction. So we start inquiring and analyzing. Space supports everything, rejects nothing, but doesn't get influenced by anything. This is the meditation for the space. It is equally our experience. Our sense organs experience everything but do not get influenced by anything. Our mind supports all thoughts, don't get influenced by anything. Consciousness supports sleeping, dream, deep sleep, samadhi, doesn't influence
your breathing is extremely slow and shallow. This is your master key. If the breathing goes deep, you are entering sleep. If the breathing becomes faster, your body identification is initiated. Deep breath slowly two, three times. And see how the mind is taking the shape of the body. And the body is fully incubated in our mind. Move your toes and fingers. And now the concept that I am inside the body and the world is outside me and now I am somebody and the samsara begins. Offer this experience as an offering at the feet of your beloved Lord. Don't make any memory of this. Meditation is never repeated. Finite can be repeated, infinite cannot be repeated. You are that infinite being. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnaha Purnamudajjate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om 
शांति 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 हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम